Welcome to the Avengers podcast. Um, my name is Brandon, and I'm riding solo today. So if you wanted to hear from Amy and Clinton, probably not the podcast for you. So it's just me today, guys. Um, you can find us wherever podcasts are available and at AvengersPodcast.com. And you can find us at Patreon if you want to support the show. Patreon.com forward slash Avengers podcast. Um, I'm just here to review The Whale um, because... I've been waiting to see this movie for over a month now. And finally I, I checked my movie theater, actually credit Renee checked our movie theater and saw that it was playing. And, uh, we grabbed tickets at the, uh, at the very first moment we could. So finally got to see this film and really wanted to record my thoughts on it. Um, and I'm going to give you a non-spoiler review. And then I'm going to follow it with a warning beforehand, uh, this spoiler review section. So, um, yeah, so if you're worried about spoilers or, oh, I kind of want to see it, uh, don't worry. There'll, there will be a section for that. But this is right now just a quick uh, spoiler, uh, non-spoiler, excuse me, section of the film. So, um, first off, um, I think Renee said it best after we got out of the movie theater. Um that was one of the most beautiful movies I've ever seen, but I probably won't ever be able to watch it again, at least not anytime soon. And I, I was thinking about that on the car ride home. Uh, we took separate cars and met at the movie theater and I just was thinking, God, I can't describe it any better. Um, a beautiful movie. Really don't think I'd want to watch that again. <laughs> and, um, and, and, and that's not to say, Oh gosh, you know, uh, it's, it's a heavy film. It weighs heavy on your soul, your spirit, your emotions. You live in Charlie's world for a few days. You live in Charlie's world, who is played by Brendan Fraser. And at times you just almost feel stuck in his world, living in his world. And... Um, for good or bad. And there's parts of this movie that are genuinely just heartfelt. There's parts of these, this movie that that's actually funny. Yeah. They're very, very few and far between funny moments, but Charlie has a, a wonderful sense of humor. Um, and part of this movie is maddening. You just want to, you know, you almost want to throw something and, uh, you know, but it's all very raw and real. And for good or bad, it's raw and real. And for some people, they don't go to the movies to feel that. A lot of people go to the movies for a good time. And uh, if you're listening to this podcast, you like superhero movies. Not saying that's all you like. It's the same with me. It's not all that I like. But I do like going to the films and uh, just letting loose and watching Captain America throw a shield at a bunch of bad guys and call it a day. Um, sometimes we go to escape. <clears throat> sometimes we go to get away from the feelings and this movie brings a lot of that to the surface and, and it does so in such a beautiful, beautiful storytelling um, in a beautiful way, excuse me, through storytelling. And I would say the things I would say is this is the context of pain and the context of beauty like the way we see things, 
the way we operate, the way we, um, the way we live. And there's something so beauty, beautiful about that and something so horrifying about that and, and tragic about that. I'm being very vague, but I really don't want to give this away. I don't want to give this movie away. I think this movie is not something you have to rush out and go to the movie theater right now and go see because it's, it, to me, it's not one of those <laughs> Ant-Man and the Wasp quantum mania where, oh, or even Avatar way of water. You need to go to the theaters and see that. Um, this is one of those movies, if it's on a streaming service, um, you know, you find it, you can rent it. I w- you can do that too. But what I would say is you you need to watch this movie. You need to watch this movie just because I have never felt such raw and real emotion from a film in quite a few quite a few years. Brendan Fraser's performance. I was going into it knowing he had a bunch of award hype around him. So I I will say maybe I had some preconceived bias going into this, thinking, oh, okay, well, Brendan Fraser's super hyped. We all loved him in George of the Jungle back in the day. All right, I can't wait. It's his triumphant return. He seems like such a great guy. Within the first two minutes of this movie, I did not see Brendan Fraser anymore. And props to the makeup department, props to uh, you know the visual effects team. But uh, that's not what did it. For, that's not what did it for me. Excuse me. It was Brendan Fraser's performance. Brendan Fraser's performance in the quiet moments where his face needed to do all the acting. Brendan Fraser when he's nonverbal. Brendan Fraser when he's just being Brendan Fraser. Uh, just this I, the thing about Brendan Fraser is he acts with emotion regardless if he's saying words or not. And like I said, within two minutes I I completely lost sight of the actor and just enjoyed Charlie enjoyed the person enjoyed the performance, but also just enjoyed the movie. But also I felt for Charlie. I felt for the people around Charlie. Um, there there's, there's not a big cast here, guys. I think there's four other actors that, that have any, maybe five. If you count one person, that's not really even a character either way, but for, uh, Sadie sink is Ellie. Uh, Ty Simpkins plays Thomas Hong Chow is Liz and uh, Samantha Morton is Mary. Um, All of them, all of them have amazing performances. I think Brendan Fraser is the standout for sure, but gosh, I would say Liz's character really stood out to me as well. What I'm saying is I don't think this is just a one man show. Even though I think Brendan Fraser was wonderful and he needs to win all the awards for this performance, um, I thought everyone in this movie, the very small cast it was, played everything so beautifully. And I think that's what makes it hurt and feel and seem all the more real is because the performances, you lose the actors and you live in that world. So masterful, masterful storytelling, amazing performances, really difficult to live 
through and you feel like you're living in it. I'm, I just watched a movie, but I went home to silence. I, I just drove home in silence. When the credits rolled, no one immediately got up out of their seat. A lot of people just kept sitting. And the fact that you just keep people sitting, I don't know if people were ready to say, uh, I don't, I don't, I don't think people were ready to leave. And isn't that what storytelling is all about? Captivating. And I I think this movie captivates. So that's my non-spoiler review. Highly recommend it. Go see The Whale. Um, Really, really wonderful movie. Um, Heavy. Don't go into it if you're looking for a fun night out. (laughs) Don't go into it like, oh, you know what? Let's go into it, you know. Um, with what it is, um, it's a very raw, raw, real, honest picture. And, uh, and I, as long as you're mentally prepared for that, when you go in, you'll be all the better for it. Now I'm going to dive into some spoilers. So do not listen any further. If you've come here for just the non spoiler section, this is your time to leave. Get on out of here. Thank you for listening to the show. Once again, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Avengers podcast. You can support the show one, three, $5 tiers on patreon.com forward slash Avengers podcast. Thank you so much. Have a great day, morning, evening, night. Thank you. Non spoilers. Here we go. Warning. Here it goes. Or excuse me. Spoiler alert. Why am I saying non spoiler? Spoiler alert. Warning. Okay. So, my spoiler thoughts. Um, and this could be non-spoiler as well, but I just feel like I can be a little bit more open and honest. Charlie, we learn that he is having a cardiac event. We see that uh, Liz, his friend, um, is also a nurse. Basically, hey, you're dying. And what I love about this movie is everyone has their flaws. Everyone. Charlie has his flaws. Ellie, his daughter, has her flaws. Thomas has his flaws. Um, Liz, she enables at times. I mean, that's that's the most real thing to me. Is that this film is not trying to make light of something, but in a way, it does. Charlie, some there's a moment where he's encouraging Ellie to write a poem. Not a poem, a paper, an essay, excuse me. And she writes a haiku. And I don't know if she meant to write that haiku. But I think it was such a beautiful little moment that told us everything about Charlie, where he reads this, this haiku of Ellie just pissed off because she doesn't want to write the essay. And he's trying to rekindle many lost years with his daughter because he only has a week to live, essentially. And when he reads that, he does not read the pain. He does not read the anger in the words she's saying, he does not read, or excuse me, he does not read the lack of effort because she was supposed to write an essay. He doesn't see any of that. He sees the beauty in her haiku. That's all he sees. 
he continues to see the beauty in Ellie. And I, and Ellie's not perfect. Far from it. We never see this redemption arc either with Ellie. There's a moment at the end of the movie. But it's not this, oh, she's changed, she's turned around. That's not the case here. And maybe we don't need the comeback story. We don't need the redemption arc. We don't need that. Maybe we just need to live in the moment. And in the moment, some of us can be imperfect. And a lot of us are. <laughs> I know I am. I, I really found beauty in this movie because there's so much imperfect, yet there's so much beauty around that. And yet there's so much pain, too. And always trying to balance it out. And Charlie, within his last week of life, he wants honesty. He wants real. That's all he searches for. And he wants the honesty within Thomas, who is uh, this missionary who ran away from home. He wants honesty. He loves Ellie because he finds the honesty within her. Liz, always being there for him and almost protective of Charlie. And Mary, his estranged wife, maybe estranged is not the word there, my apologies, uh, but his wife, that his ex-wife, excuse me, we just learned so much about these characters. And uh, at the end of the movie, and I'm not trying to go too deep here, guys, please, these, these opinions are my own, and I hope whether you're religious or not religious, please don't take this as I'm preaching to you. I'm not. I'm just getting my thoughts out, and that's it. Please know that. But I'm not a religious person, per se. I'm really not. But a part of me wants to believe there's somewhere in another realm or dimension where we're living in our best moments. That's our heaven. That's what I want to believe. It's not necessarily what I do believe, but my hope, and based on absolutely nothing, is you know, my dog recently passed away of 12 years. I actually, I think she lived to be maybe 14. I don't know. I'm so sorry. I feel bad now. I don't remember how old she ended up living, but she, uh, I'm looking at her picture right now and she ended up passing away. And I just always picture her just wagging her tail, running around, just waiting when I come back to see her again. And then we live out the rest of our days. My wife, my dogs, me. And a part of me thinks heaven's not a destination, it's what you make it. And sometimes I think heaven is a place that only we create. And the moments here right now are, can be heaven or hell, depending on where you're at. And once again, not preaching, but that's why it's important to make every day count. It's why it's so important to be with the ones you love every moment you can and don't ever not tell them that you love them or that they're special or they mean something to you. Um, so having said all that, the ending of this movie, Charlie is hearing an old essay that we hear recounted over and over about an opinion piece on Moby Dick. And it's, we finally see it revealed that it's Ellie that wrote that opinion piece. She reads it to him. He's able to get up, and he's able to walk 
And he ultimately passes away. And his feet are in the sand again. And we get that brief moment before the, the screen goes white and the credits start rolling. And I'm thinking to myself the whole time watching that. He, he finally is where he wants and needs to be. That's his heaven. His, his best moments of his life. And he gets to live out the rest of his years with Ellie. I don't know. Sorry. That's really deep. And that's not what this movie's about. That's just where my brain went towards the end of the movie. But this movie is tight quarters. You're living in this guy's house, essentially. And it's rainy all the time. And we see him feed a bird. And at the end, the plate is broken. Is that a symbolism for Charlie being broken? Or is that for Ellie is broken? I don't know. There's so much beyond the words. There's so much beyond just the the acting. So much beyond the mannerisms in which things happen. There is so much layers to this movie. I almost need to see it again. I don't think I can, because I'll. But I I probably will try to, because I feel like there's so much I'm missing. But what I can tell you is I got emotional watching this movie. I cried at the end of this movie. Several people, people next to me cried. No one wanted to get up. People just sat. The credits rolled and we just sat. And um, yeah, that's spoiler reviews. And there's a couple of big spoilers that I did, but I don't want to spoil too much for you, regardless if you're listening or not. Um, If you need to watch this movie, um, please do so knowing it's going to hurt. Um, and if you don't need to watch this movie, I would implore you to do so. Um, just because I think movies like this really need to be watched and, and heard and felt because Charlie was an amazing character that I only got to know for a couple of hours yet. I genuinely fell fell in love with this character, fell in love with this man who had such a heart to find beauty, but yet such pain. And was that pain and that urgency only felt because he only had a week left to live? Perhaps. And that's imperfections on Charlie's part. It shouldn't take the, the last week of your life to make things right. But we're all imperfect. Each character in this movie personifies that. But what are we doing with the times given to us in these imperfect moments? (sighs) This movie's layered. I've, I've rambled for way too long. I just, I was so impressed with this movie. I'm just kind of stunned, honestly, by it. And, uh, I think you will be too. So if you get a chance, you see it on a streaming service. Oh, hey, it's on Netflix. Check it out. Or if you see it, it's three ninety nine to rent on YouTube. It's only $3, $4. I would watch it. I, I think more people need to see films like this. I know it's an uh, it's award-nominated. I, I get it. I'm not saying like no one's seen this as some underground movie, but I think there's a lot of truth and honesty in this film that everyone needs to feel. And uh, 
I don't know. I was just incredibly impressed and, uh, and, uh, I'll never forget this movie. Makes you want to hug someone that you love. Makes you want to call someone that you haven't talked to in a while. And it just makes you want to remember to feel every moment because we are here for just a finite amount of time. And one of my favorite lyrics in the song is I should, uh, should tell my friends that I love them. Should call my parents when I think of them. And, uh, you know, I, I'm a big proponent. I, before I saw the movie, I told Clinton and Emmy how special they were. Not cause I had to, not because I wanted to <laughs> just cause I've just cause I felt to, I felt it was important to tell them they were special because they are. They're two of the best human beings I know. Every day I tell my wife I love her, not because I have to, not because I need to or want to. It's because I feel it. I feel the need to tell her I love her. Because I do. That's my best friend. That's someone I can't live a day without. So I'd implore you to feel that. And when you feel it, express it. Express it to someone you love. Express it to someone you care about. Express it to someone that you feel is special. And maybe they need to hear it that day. Maybe they don't, but you felt it. So continue to feel and continue to let others feel through you because we're going to blink and it's all over. And what a shameful world if I never told my friends how special they were. My friends, how much I love them. And uh, if there's anything to take with this life or leave here, because you won't, you won't take anything with you, leave that feeling of she knew she was loved every single day. They knew they were special because he told them. So tell those people. And I'm so sorry to get deep. The Whale is a fantastic movie. I highly recommend it. One of the best movies I've ever seen in, in obvious. I think it's a top 10 movie for me of all time. I loved it. I hope you watch it. And I hope you reach out to me. My personal Twitter is the awesome 5,000. <laughs> I'd love if you tweeted me and told me what you thought of this movie. Um, and uh, what you took away. I know some people don't care for this movie, and that's perfectly fine. I'd like to hear that, too, because I'm always interested to hear everyone's opinion on these things. But regardless, thank you for listening to this movie review. I know it went a little bit long, and uh, I'm going to head on out of here. But go see The Whale if you get a chance if you have not seen it yet. Um, thank you for joining me. I really, really appreciate it. And uh, know how valued... Know how special, know how loved you are. Because you are. We all have our unique quirks. We have our unique imperfections. But that doesn't stop you from being you. And uh, last thing, one of my other favorite quotes of a song, it's by Fun. Um, they think I'm beautiful for all my big mistakes. Don't forget how beautiful and amazing you are. Have a good one.